good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. Once again, we welcome all of our listeners. We're just so appreciative of your being there. And we're thankful that you have the interest and the desire to learn more and more from God's Word. And that motivates a great many of you to tune in and listen each day on this program. And we're thankful that we have the opportunity to be with you over this program each day and thereby serve God and bring Him glory by teaching His Word. And we pray that we're doing this in accuracy and effectiveness. We pray that we are teaching you God's word in a way that you can understand it clearly and easily and readily, and that makes sense for your life. And we certainly strive very diligently to make sure that we're teaching it accurately, correctly, as it is intended to be understood from God to mankind. And so, again, we pray that we are fulfilling both of those goals and helping you to come closer and closer to God since Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. We keep repeating that and it is so important for us to keep that in mind. We pray that as we're helping you learn God's word better, more fully, more deeply, more in a richer fashion, that you're coming closer to God and ultimately getting closer to making that decision to come to him fully through his son, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for forgiveness and salvation as you're baptized into him for the remission of your sins and thereby helping you get to heaven. That is our prayer. We hope we're helping you toward that end. Dennis Stackhouse, brother, good to be back with you today. Thank you, Gary. Always a pleasure to be here on the program with you and with all of our listeners here on Search the Scriptures. And as always, we're very thankful you've decided to tune in and join us today. And I like, Gary, the fact you emphasize how we try to be accurate in handling God's word here on the program. And certainly we do that. And one of the things we encourage our listeners to do is to open up your Bible and follow along with us. We generally use a number of scriptural references on each program. And we hope that you're opening to those passages, following along with the readings, and as the Bereans did, are searching the scriptures daily to see whether or not these things are so. We do want you to do that to make sure we are being accurate because as you mentioned, Gary, that is our goal. We wanna teach God's word in accuracy and make sure that we can give people the applications for their lives that they need to be familiar with in order to get on that path which leads to heaven. And certainly we hope that for all of our listeners, that's the case. You're becoming more and more familiar with God and with his word by following the program. And thereby, you're ready to make that decision to become a Christian and start your walk toward heaven. And you know, Dennis, if somebody does not pick up all that we get across as far as scripture references are concerned, and you're right, we, we use a great many scriptures typically in our, in our programs. In fact, we really try to build our identity as the Lord's church here at Sunny Slope as being a church where you can learn the Bible. That's right. And if somebody has trouble following along or getting down perhaps all of the scripture passages that we do cite and mm -hmm. refer to, they can always contact us and ask for a copy of that program on CD. That's exactly right. And in doing so, you'll have that CD at your disposal. You can start it. You can stop it as you need to. 
You can stop at one of the references and study it out for yourself. Again, making sure that what we're trying to teach is accurate and is in accord with God's Word. Amen. Amen. And again, it's always free. We mm -hmm. always uh, pay the postage. All a person has to do is contact us and ask for that. And we give that information how to do that at the end of the program each day. Yes, sir. Now, Dennis, we're going to probably finish up this particular study on character today. We asked the question, what is the formula for success? Mm -hmm. What is the key to greatness? Yes. What makes an individual a great person? What makes a sports team a great team? Why are certain Bible characters remembered in Scripture as great men or women of faith? Mm -hmm. What makes a congregation great? Mm -hmm. And we posed different possibilities that mm -hmm. some people might suggest. Yes. Money. That well, would that's, be one. That's not it, though. <laughs> Super ability. Yes. That's not it either. No, it isn't. Exactly the right opportunity, being at the right place at the right time, everything's just in order for everything to just click, so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's not it either, is it? No, it isn't. And some people might say, well, it's just luck. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Goes beyond that too. It does. An important key to greatness on most any level is character. It really is. Now, we've debated that in our culture over the last oh, 20 years or so, mm -hmm. as to whether character really matters that much. Yes, indeed. It does. It does. It's extremely important, and it's especially important for anyone who is trying to live as a Christian. Exactly right. And if someone wants the best out of life, mm -hmm. then they need to live a life of character, a life that demonstrates good character. As you said, that's a key. It really is. Mm -hmm. If you want someone to serve you in some way, maybe to represent you as far as uh, in you know business or in legal circles, mm -hmm. you want somebody of character. Exactly right. You need to be able to trust them. Yes. Character matters. It really does. A person's quality of nature, moral strength, integrity, dependability, mm -hmm. and you can list mm -hmm. other terms that might be descriptive mm -hmm. uh, of good character. That's right. High character. Well, mm -hmm. the wise man wrote, I think, very succinctly in Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 34. What did he say there? He said, in essence, that righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I think we can see that in national circles. Oh, yes. We can see that the better a nation is, mm -hmm. then the greater that nation is, yes. typically. Yes, that's true. We can see it in our own nation, and we can see it in other nations around the world as well. That does not mean that you may not have a particular nation that may rise to power and prominence for a period of time. Mm -hmm. But if it is not a nation that, that, that maintains good character, mm -hmm. high character, then the likelihood is that that nation's going to come down. Yeah, it really is. And again, that's something we've seen repeat itself throughout history. Yes, yes. And when we try to look in the mirror, that self-reflection of who we are as a people, a nation, we need to pay attention to this lesson. Oh, we really do. We really do. We cannot expect our 
strength and our position of esteem in the eyes of much of the world to continue if we do not maintain a position and image of high character. That's right, Gary. And you know, even beyond that, we need to be very much aware of the fact that if we are a nation that is characterized by sinful behavior, God is not going to bless us. And I think in essence, he won't allow the nation to continue. Sure. There will be a time when this nation comes down if we give ourselves over to sin. Sure. And, and you know, Dennis, you just stop and think about it on a personal level. We don't like to be around somebody who is of low moral character. We really don't. You can't trust them. No, not at all. You're not comfortable around them. No. You have to be careful what you say in front of them because mm -hmm. it may come back to haunt you. They may yes. twist it or turn it or mm -hmm. tell, somebody, tell, tell what you said to somebody in a, in, a, in a spiteful way or hurtful way. Yes. And if you ask somebody something of low character, how can you be sure that they're telling you the truth? That's right. If they give you their word, how good is their word mm -hmm. if their character is no good? Yeah. It all goes together. It does. It mm -hmm. really does. Now, we noted that the historian Gibbon pointed out five failures in his analysis of the fall as to the fall of Rome. Mm -hmm. And he said, number one, a rapid increase in divorce, undermining the sanctity of the home, which is the basis of society. Mm -hmm. Higher and higher taxes, number two, and the spending of public money for bread and celebration. Number three, the mad craze for pleasure. Sports becoming every year more exciting and brutal. Mm -hmm. Number four, the building of gigantic armaments when the real enemy was within, and that was the decadence of the people. And number five, the decay, the decay of religion with faith fading into mere form. Yes. You pointed out that that really seems to mirror where we are as a nation to a great extent right now. Yeah, it really does. You know, I, I read those five points and I think, my goodness, how descriptive that is of modern day America. Yes, yes. We need to take heed. Mm -hmm. Now, certainly that's not to say that everyone within the society is participating in that nor that everyone is evil, nor that everyone is involved in sinful practices. That's not what I'm saying. But it seems like more and more the majority are moving in that direction. Yes, and if not excuses being made for that supposedly being acceptable, mm -hmm. then perhaps outright campaigns of trying to demonstrate that that should be accepted as, yes. as, as being good or acceptable. That's right. And it, it just seems like our reasoning and our moral fabric has just been turned inside out to a great extent. <laughs> it really does. It, uh, it reminds me of something that Isaiah the prophet said many, many years ago when he was condemning those who called good evil and evil good or who were substituting light for darkness and vice versa. That's exactly what we see going on in America right now. Yes, yes. If you're standing up for righteousness, you're looked down upon. Yeah, you're wrong. a whole lot of people. Mm -hmm. And if you are living in sin, 
-hmm. in a great many ways, mm -hmm. well, you're just kind of accepted and patted on the back and, yes. and just given a wink and a nod. Yeah, it's, it's really discouraging, especially for people who are trying to live righteous lives. Yes. Now, there was an ultimate demonstration or example of character given to us in Scripture. And that example and demonstration was in the person of Jesus Christ himself. That's correct. If we turn to Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8 are powerful. There we read, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of man. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross." If you want to summarize what's said there, Dennis, you can simply say that Jesus had that position in heaven of equality with God as God the Son. Mm -hmm. And he gave that up to come and serve mankind, so to speak, mm -hmm. by being the Savior, mm -hmm. bringing the gospel message, and going to the cross. Yeah, and... Uh Certainly, it's a demonstration of character on the part of Jesus. And I think specifically in this passage, we could look upon the humility that he displayed in being able to do what he did. Absolutely. In fact, let's look at Hebrews chapter 2 and read verses 17 and 18. Therefore, in all things he had to be made like his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. So he suffered because of sin, but not because of his own sin. Yeah, that's right. Because he never sinned. Right. But he went through all that he did to be of service to mankind that mm -hmm. we could have the opportunity to be counted righteous before God through Christ. That's correct. If we go on to the uh, fourth chapter of Hebrews in verse 15, what do we read? For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. So he was tempted in all points that can seem a little bit repulsive to us. Certainly. Morally, to mm -hmm. the idea that Jesus had to come and be exposed to all of the kinds of temptation to which we are exposed as humanity, mm -hmm. and yet he did that willingly. Mm -hmm. Going back to Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8, yes. in order to be that servant mm -hmm. through which mankind could have the opportunity to come before God justified. That's correct. Exactly right. And of course, he did that in obedience to the Heavenly Father. He did. In Proverbs chapter 4, I'm sorry, uh, wrong reference there, Matthew chapter 20, beginning with verse 26 and reading through verse 28, Jesus again made a very direct statement here 
and by doing so gives us that tremendous example of character. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. Our goal and our drive, at least for a great many people in this life, is probably that we can get to the point of being elevated, mm-hmm. be in a position of authority, of yes. respect, of esteem. Right. And yet Jesus said, look, let's not have as our goal to be over people necessarily. It's certainly not looking down our nose at them, mm-hmm. but rather take the position, the mentality of a servant. That's right. As he did. As he, and that, that's what he said. He said, the son of man, referring to himself, did mm-hmm. not come to be served, but to serve. That's right. What a powerful passage that is. Jesus Christ, the son of God, the one who enjoyed all the splendor of heaven, as we read in Philippians 2, verses 5 through 8 as well, put all of that aside so that he could come to this world in the form of humanity and be a servant. And be a servant. Yes. Just incredible. Mm. That's character. Yes, it is. That is character. Now, 1 Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 21 and reading on down through verse 24. For to you you were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. That says a great deal, but back up a little bit in that second chapter and look at verses 11 and 12. Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. So we need to abstain from all of the fleshly lusts, certainly, all of the temptations that the devil throws at us. Mm -hmm. And a big reason for that, it's certainly because we want to stand righteous before God, but we also want to stand as people of good character Mm -hmm. before even unbelievers. Yes, that character should be noticeable. Yes, and then from the earlier passage you read, down verses 21 through 24 of 1 Peter chapter 2, Christ gives us that example. Yeah, that's right. He was, he was treated badly. Mm-hmm. He was confronted with all kinds of temptation, mm-hmm. yet he did not sin. That's right. And that's the example that we have before us mm-hmm. and by which we need to be living. Right. We need to try to emulate his example in the way we live our lives. We do indeed. In James chapter 5, in verse two, 12, James tries to get across this idea of character. What does he say? But above all, my brethren, 
do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no, no, lest you fall into judgment. Yes. Now we could kind of summarize that as integrity, couldn't we? Absolutely. And that could be a synonym for character. Yes, it could. Let's look at an example that Jesus gave the apostles and through them, us, and this is a really humbling example. Mm -hmm. We want to look at this fairly quickly because we're getting short on time today, but I really want to try to get this in. John chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. Rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Drop down to verse 12 and read through 15. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Now the culture of that day and the reality of travel at that time was much different than it is for us today mm -hmm. in our country. And it was common for people to have the means or make the the means available for people who would be traveling or coming from place to place, coming to their house to be able to wash their feet. Right. It would be, they'd wear open foot attire and mm -hmm. it would be a dirty, dusty kind of place mm -hmm. as they walked along. But what Jesus does here, he's the master. Yes. He's the son of God. He's the Messiah. And he, in a humble appearance, washes his disciples' feet. Mm -hmm. And how indicative that is of his earlier statement, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. Yes, yes. Powerful, powerful lesson here. It was not a lesson in foot washing. <laughs> no. It was a lesson in character, in pride, mm -hmm. putting pride aside and in service, being that servant. Right. Now, character is key. Oh, yes. America's greatest danger is not from outside enemies. No. Or nuclear war or economic disaster. America's greatest danger and any country's greatest danger is that her character will continue to decay as we continue down the path we have been taking for a very long time now. That's right. Accepting all kinds of aberrant behavior, mm -hmm. abortion, pornography, blatant crime, political corruption, violence seemingly with no end, societal immorality. The greatest need of an individual is, as Paul put it in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 27, to put on Christ as we are baptized into him. Now, to do that fully, we'd have to take part of his character and make that the character of our lives. Yes. 
then that is precisely what Christian individuals need to concentrate on. Absolutely. And everybody mm. who wants to ultimately be successful in this life, right. they need to focus on emulating and developing the character of the Savior. Now that will, necess uh, will necessarily include obedience to mm -hmm. his teachings. It certainly does. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. John 14 and verse 15. Mm -hmm. well, our time is up. And we're thankful that we have that great lesson for us from the Lord himself. If you would like to receive that free Bible study, or if you would like to receive today's program on CD, both for free, simply contact us and we'll, give you, we'll, we'll send those to you and we'll take care of the postage. Now be sure to listen in just a moment. We'll tell you how to contact us. We do hope to hear from you soon.